Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Old School. Appreciate Kevin again. Thirsty Thursday. Strick is on his way. Cheerful. After Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. Uh, we got a short uh, segment, about one or two minutes. But fresh uh, off the press, man, I wanted to... Um, Get you guys Justin Jackson from uh, Northwestern that gave Nebraska a ton of problems year to, long before you got here, DP. But not long before, but probably right along when you were here. He was he was a problem. He was uh, in the bag for Nebraska. Mike Riley, I think, or maybe Scott Frost fumbled that one immensely. He wanted to come to Nebraska, and he tormented us for a very long time. They have and the Lions have their first game tonight. He retired. You know, he went through the whole offseason, went through the first – the brunt of training camp was like, oh, yeah, I'm done after five years, man. It's uh, – look, man, training camp's tough, man. And and uh, sometimes – and I think you, you're going to – you see it more often with these guys. And I guess you could say, oh, yeah, the running backs aren't getting paid or whatever. But Justin Jackson was good enough to where he could do other things, you know, as far as covering kicks, punt protector, X, Y, and Z, and definitely be in the system. Dan Campbell likes tough guys. He's a tough kid. But for whatever reason, uh, he abruptly – ended his career 24 hours before uh, the first preseason game, but it opens the door for a guy that Nebraska knows well as well, Benny Snell uh, from Pittsburgh Steelers. AD's, uh, you know, AD's the assistant GM there, but he knows mm-hmm. Benny Snell, but Benny Snell is out with Detroit. It's, it's interesting that you see this from a guy that was at San Diego, then he goes to Detroit, found a home in Detroit, and just uh, decided to call it quits. What do you, what do you also say about opportunity right all of this is about opportunity and access what do you say about Vrabel given oh uh, that was the next thing I mean what what Mike Vrabel is doing he's he's working around the elephant in the room Mike Vrabel again uh, from Ohio State played at Pittsburgh played with some unique characters at Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is obviously way ahead of the curve as far as employing imploring recognizing the Hiring gap between the majority and African American coaches. They've groomed a ton. Tony Dungy got to start there. Numerous coaches, Mike Tomlin. Um, everybody that you could think of had has had a stop or some influence from the Rooney, and that's why they call it the Rooney Rule. Vrabel played there. He went to New England, who does a really good job as well. Romeo Cornell and all those guys. Um, uh, what's the one guy? He's a linebacker now, or he was a linebacker. He's a defensive coordinator. You can say D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, no, not D'Amico. He was Houston, but the other one that uh, they drafted from Tennessee—that's he's their defensive coordinator now. Bill Belichick is grooming him to take over. Um, and then you got Vrabel. He says, "Oh, uh, Jared Mayo." Jared Mayo. Whereas Vrabel, he's like, "Hey, this guy is up and coming. He knows what he Vrabel knows. He went on these job interviews and he understood how to interview for these jobs. And he understood what he's telling you is he knows that he was not a polished product when he got this job at Tennessee." He knows, obviously, that's that would really you know be an easy out for Williams, who's his coach, to be to be in that situation. So what does he do? He uh, they draft to give him some more you know pieces and gives him a chance to be a head coach because he'll never get the chance to be a head coach in a real game. You do it in practice, yeah, you can call practice. I mean, they do that all the time, right? That's what he's been doing, calling plays. But let him be the head coach. Vrabel's an assistant coach. This is also what Vrabel 
is really forward is really forward thinking. He's given said coach a chance to be the head coach. He's being getting a chance to be an assistant coach, which is allowing him to probably help and fixate on the defense. He knows it's a huge year for that defense, and they have to be well, in particular linebackers and pass rush. That allows him to jump into that role, gain some momentum there, put his hands on it, and put his imprint on it, all the while turning the keys over to the head coaching position and then turning it back as soon as it comes back. It's a, it's a really – hopefully you see a lot more teams doing it, um, fast-track some of these guys, but they're doing it with guys that are definitely deserve it. So, um, you know, it was just weird. Yesterday I was watching NFL Network. I saw Pep Hamilton doing – and Leslie Frazier doing TV. They should be coaching. They should be coaching, coordinating, head coaching or whatever, assistant head coach, associate um, and you got to – it's commendable for them to do it. There's no – you know, you're not losing any momentum. Everything can come out of it positive. He can, you know, the you know Williams can get a lot of experience of doing so. And the more he does it, the more that he will be ready to go. And then also, it's a, it's knocking down one of the easy, which is weird, because uh, what was the guy Judge never been a head coach. He goes from special teams coach to head coach of the Broncos or not the Broncos but the Giants. But here's Williams, and they can't say you don't. You know, Ter- Terrell Williams has never been a head coach, and so fixing uh, problems, fixing yeah. problems actively, which is huge. So, hey, it's Thursday night. Football is going to be played tonight, even though it's preseason. It's still going to be on like butter popcorn. So we're going to go back to break, and then we're going to catch back up, and then we're going to uh, dive around some different subjects. You know, whether it's Phil Mickelson, single digit another, uh, single digit numbers. Um, you know the you know the significance of it what it means for this team versus other teams. Um, and if you guys had to pick a single-digit number, what would it be? I wore a single-digit number in high school. Had no idea it meant anything. But I had my reason. Austin have his reasons. DP would have his. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.